The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hey guys, welcome back to Side Piece. I am so pumped for this week. We had madness going on in the Bravo world last week. We have amazing side stealers that I can't wait to talk about. But first of all, I think this is very important that I need to share this with you. So I really pride myself on being an amazing mom and teaching my kids the right things to do. So right before I'm about to record one of these episodes, I get a call from my kids' teachers. And we all know that getting a call from our kids' teachers is never like the best thing. So here we go. What's going on? They say, Melissa, you need to come down to our school, please. Uh, We have a situation. We all know no situations are anything good, unless it's Mike the situation, who's about to have a baby, because that shit is good. So I get down to school, and I'm parking, and I see my son, who's three, walking down the sidewalk, no shoes, no socks. His mask is halfway on. And he's walking with basically like the school principal and another woman comes to find out. I don't know what the clue would be that she was wearing scrubs, but was actually the school nurse. So, of course, I frantically run over and say, what is going on? And they're all staring at me with this blank stare. And then the teacher says, well, Logan stuck a little cotton ball. I think they're called like pom-poms. We decorate papers and stuff with it up his nose and we can't get it out so what in the hell is going on are you kidding me right now my kid barely even picks his nose like he's not one to just stick things up his nose so he tilts his head back and sure enough there's a big green ball stuck up there so the teacher says if you can't remove it then you have to take him to the doctor to get it removed. So my episode recording is put on hold because I have to fish a big cotton ball out of my freaking son's nose. And I said, Logan, why did you do this? And he said, because I wanted to. You can't argue with that logic. So that is what happened before my recording. And then I get home and I have to take it out. But... You guys just have to stay tuned to next week to see how it all goes down. But this week, you guys, are you ready to talk about my top three side stealers? Yes, these are my top three sides that stole the show and stole my heart this week. First, St. Sean from OC. We have the OC reunion, all the girls there. Sean, Bronwyn's husband, comes out. He's the only husband sitting there. Okay, can we talk about Sean? He says all he's happy is when he is with his kids, his seven kids. Bronwyn now says she is gay, and she is gallivanting around town with her new 28-year-old girlfriend. This Sean, St. Sean, is married to Bronwyn who is not physically attracted to him at all, obviously getting no loving from her, taking care of their basketball team plus substitutes of kids, and his wife is with a woman and a younger one. Now, if that does not make the top side stealer 
And I don't know what does. My St. Sean, you are my top side stealer this week. And God damn it, you deserve it. All right, number dos, Coach Shaw from Salt Lake City. Coach Shaw was Shaw-tastic this week. Shaw amazing. Okay, even with Jen being a lot as she is, and we all know she is a lot, Coach Shaw takes her salsa dancing with a surprise dinner and drinks afterwards. Okay, you guys, let me just say one thing. If you're going to get me all dressed up, like boobs popping, hair, makeup on point, a surprise dinner and drinks, you best believe a little something something is happening later. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I would probably need a lot of drinks, but roll with me here. Good work, Coach Shaw. I mean, you get your girl out. She's happy. You guys are salsa, looking hot. Your dinner, your drinks, your talking. This was the best scene and episode that I have witnessed with Jen and Coach Shaw, and I was eating it Coach Shaw, you're a side stealer this week. And my number three, my number three side stealer. Now, I was extremely bummed, bravo, that you did not have a new ATL episode for us because that would have been the start of Strippergate. But I will forgive you because the only thing that's probably better than Strippergate is seeing Dwight again. All right, you guys, who's with me? Dwight makes an appearance. He's doing like the ATL couch, watching from like afar and recapping episodes. I mean, I don't know what was better. Seeing Dwight in his, of course, on point, stellar outfit, stellar makeup, stellar hair. And then he's talking about the ladies, big old booties that look like a nice, juicy peach. If I can hear Dwight talking about ladies' butts, on the ATL, looking like big, juicy peaches, my life is set. So those are my top three side stealers, but there are definitely other things happening and cooking and super tasty going on in Bravo world. With the start of Summer House, it's back. You guys, I'm so excited for Summer House being back. And we had a twist coming on with Summer House. Normally, they go to the summer house for the weekend and then they all go back to the city during the week for work. But not this season. Because of COVID, they are all stuck in the house for six weeks straight quarantining, no leaving. Can we imagine what an SHIT show this is going to be? The most intriguing part for me is, listen, I am so not a threesomes person. However, with Hannah, Luke, And Luke's new girl, Sierra, a new side to Summer House cast. Um, I am down for one tasty threesome with them. So guys, let's make that happen. And then Southern Charm, Craig was on fire. I mean, both episodes of the reunion, Craig was on fire. And I was living for it. I don't know what got underneath him. It was probably a lot of Jack or tequila. But whatever it was, I ate it up. And of course, Madison's little black book and her DMs, I mean, that's a whole side in itself. So I'm going to miss Southern Charm. We just wrapped up the reunion. However, I have no doubt that everything that the Southern Charm cast do off camera, off season, is probably going to be as entertaining, if not more entertaining, than the actual season. 
So for that, I can't wait. And my next guest today, you guys, please get excited because I am so freaking excited. We have on today the one and only Captain Lee. And please don't forget to do all those fun things like subscribe to my podcast, rate, write a review, and tell all your friends so they can love this podcast as much as you do. Thank you for all your support. It means so much. Can't wait for next week. And please don't forget to find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. I will see you next week. All right, guys. I mean, I'm freaking out right now. Like, sweating. I'm so excited. We have one of the best guests from Bravo ever on today. Like, ever. So, let me just start by saying Below Deck. You know, this little show that's been around just for like eight seasons since 2013, you guys. So, can I please introduce to you guys, Mr. Captain Lee. Hi! How are you doing? I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Are you guys freaking out like I am? Because I'm freaking out. It's only 9.30 here and like I feel like I'm on 15 cups of coffee because I'm so excited (laughs) to talk to Captain Lee. Captain Lee, thank you. And by, by the way, let me also say that Captain Lee is by no means a side piece. Like he is below deck, right? But he's so amazing and freaking fabulous that I had to just have him on. So I just wanted to let you guys know that Captain Lee is the ultimate Bravo lab and not a side piece. Captain Lee, thank you for taking the time to do this. It's so awesome to see you again. Thank you, Melissa. It's been a while since uh, BravoCon. It has been. Oh, yes. Before our world got crazy, I was asked to host a panel getting naughty and Captain Lee was a part of it. And I had the pleasure of not only meeting Captain Lee there, but his amazing, amazing wife, Marianne. And it was like the best experience ever, which is another reason why I was just so excited to have Captain Lee on. BravoCon was a hoot. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I can't even imagine how crazy it was. It was insane for me. I did one panel. (laughs) I can't even imagine how insane it was for you. This is eight seasons of Below Deck. You started in 2013. So what were you thinking? You start filming. You're with like these 20-year-olds, like partying and this and that. I mean, how was that when you first started filming? Like, do you even remember the first day and how it was? I distinctly remember the first day. In fact, it was actually before we started filming, where we were getting the boat set up for it. And I've just spent three, four days at sea getting the boat down there. And there's like... I don't know, 40 or 50 people just mingling around waiting for the boat so they can converge on it like ants. I'm looking at all these Hollywood types and I see afros and piercings and tattoos and just all sorts of manner of dress. And I'm going like, I'm never going to work in this industry again. My career is over. (laughs) It's done. I'm finished. And by the end of the day, I'd made up my mind that I'd never worked with a more professional or dedicated group of people and the people that came on to set up and to get everything ready. The crew. They were just so, so sharp. And I just thought, you can't judge anything just by looking. And did you ever think then we are here right now this long? No. No, I didn't think eight years. I didn't think eight minutes. (laughs) You didn't? Really? No. 
Why didn't you no think clue. that? We we had no idea how it was going to turn out. You know, when we right. when we wrapped, we we didn't have any idea, and we didn't know how it was going to be received. And then there were some errors that were made, so they had to go back and redo it again. Redo so it was, the first. It was a shoot? long time. The first the first season, yeah. Wait. So that's why it took almost a year to get out. So you guys filmed the first season and then redid it. No, we didn't refilm, but we re-edited. Oh, got it to kind of make it. Yeah, I guess they weren't happy with the first go round, so they said do it again. So they did it again, and this is the end product. I mean, this is insane. Is it crazy? Like you're just like on this boat, like top, and you're like, "This is my boat," and then these like twenty year olds are like partying, and the crew is very different that first season. I had CJ, who was kind of he was a California kid, and uh, right. Christ, I couldn't get him to keep his clothes on. It was just like, really? <laughs> was, Every time, cleaning in the engineer room. Yeah, and he's doing it in his underwear. <laughs> so I'm like, really? <sighs> and then I had Kat, who just was, she was out there, but she was so funny. Kat wants to go to the bar. The bar, exactly. Yeah, the bar. Every day. Kat's ready for the I, bar. I remember that one day she wanted, she wanted to go out for a walk, and... Uh, of course, it was just a ruse to get to the bar. Right. I don't know what she was thinking because in in the crew quarters, we've got closed circuit TVs everywhere. So I can see everywhere on the boat. Now, this isn't part of production. This is just on the boat. That's what we have. Right. So we know somebody's on the boat that shouldn't be there. So Kat decides that she's pretty sharp. She's going <laughs> to go to the bar anyhow. <laughs> so she crawls up the escape hatch, crawls out the forepeak, and gets on the deck. And so she, the windows are almost floor to ceiling in the main salon. And so she doesn't want to be seen, right? <laughs> so she gets down on her hands and knees and she's crawling on her hands and knees down the deck. <gasps> and I'm sitting there and I'm in the crew mess and I'm watching her on the t- on the closed circuit. And I'm going, really, Kat? <laughs> it's like, what are By you By the way, doing? when you told her that no one's going out. Yeah. Well, she said, she said, uh, I told her I'd rather you did. And she looked at me and she goes, well, I'd rather I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of comical. And that's when she just proceeded to go out the escape hatch. And, and then you see her hilarious. darting down. Oh, yeah. Off she, the boat. she didn't get, she didn't get far. I'm watching. I always have to talk to the TV, right? And I mm-hmm. see you, you're laying on her back in the crew mess. Yeah. And the camera, you could see the camera going from you down the hallway. And I'm like. Does she not realize that the camera is now looking at something down the hallway? Like, you are seeing this camera move from you to her. I'm like, yeah. or when it's, there's so many times I remember that first season when she would like try to be doing something and then all of a sudden she'd see a camera and like startled, like, wait a minute, how'd you get here? <laughs> I was reading an article, I think it was what, wonderwall.com, and it ranked below deck second best bravo show of all times and i think a housewife show is one i mean yeah i think housewives in new york that's pretty rarefied air right yeah i mean would you ever think that your show would be number two on this humongous network no and it's not my show it's our show there's a lot of people that make it that make it happen i'm just a small part of it you are by no means a small part of it i mean was that crazy when you like heard this like are you kidding the show that I was I was I was deeply humbled by that. So the memoir that you wrote in two thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you wrote that. It just becomes like a movie. 
right? Like the, the, the movie about Captain Lee. Which celebrity would you want to play you in this movie wow. about you? Alive or dead? Alive. God, that's a tough one. Probably Burt Reynolds. Ah, ah, I dig it. And you know they have to look good with their shirt off. Yeah, I think I think he checks all those boxes. That's a good or one. Did in his yeah. prime. Is there anyone now? If we're making this movie, uh, and you have your pick, Marky Mark could pull it off <gasps> with no problem. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, dude. Mark Marky Mark Wahlberg could do it in a heartbeat. Okay. All right, people. Where Where's Marky Mark's people? Let's get them on the phone. Let's get this happening. Are you freaking kidding me? That would be amazing. And who doesn't love Marky Mark? But are you a fan? Like if a celebrity, so you've had a lot of celebrities on your yacht. Is there one celebrity that you would be like, oh my gosh, I would love for you to be a charter guest and come on the yacht? I would have loved to have had John Wayne on just oh. to just to listen to his stories. I could, I could probably just sit and listen to him for hours and hours and hours and never get tired. That's amazing. In your captain's uniform at dinner, when you get asked to join him for dinner. I'd, I would be fanstruck. So who now, like nowadays, would you love? Like a celebrity, anyone that's out there right now that you're like, dude, this person's cool. I would love to have him on. Tom Selleck. Look at it. These are good ones. Yeah. Can you reach I... out to any of them and be like, yo, would you come on my yacht? <laughs> Like, could production give you that? Like, if say, if you were like, hey, can we try to get Tom Selleck on? I don't know, some of the, we've had, I, I think one of the best charters that we ever had was, uh, from my point of view, was Leanne Tui and her husband, Shawnee. Is that? The blind side. Blind side. Yes. The football. Yeah. And it was just, it was just a great story. And they were just the nicest, nicest people in the world. We had a lot of laughs. Oh, I, I never laughed so hard. And she's, she's exactly as, as Sandy Bullock played her on tv or on the movie really oh she's a she's a spitfire oh i she love doesn't, that she doesn't she doesn't have a reverse she just goes i love but that's real like that's what you love she's, yeah absolutely right? real Honestly. and kind mm -hmm. like, and she she checks all, all those boxes so i feel like that's how you are you just can give it and there's no reverse but you're like you're just so like i like you just said john wayne i could sit and sit and talk with you him for hours like I would love to sit on your boat and just talk with you for hours like just we'll, we'll have to do that sometime <laughs> okay yo you can't but tease you, you need me to come like to this Florida for that I will crawl to Florida to do that okay <laughs> peace right. out kids I'm out I am walking my way to Florida for that to happen are you kidding me <laughs> I mean how crazy am I going right now if I got a day with you guys I'm love I'm loving it so, you know, we're talking about people on your boat and these charter guests. And of course, the end game is like we see how big of a tip did you get? You know, is it going to be amazing? Is it going to be 25 grand? Is it going to be 11 grand? What's the biggest tip that you guys have gotten on the show so far? I think the biggest tip in history we got, and it was 35,000. Who gave you that? And from the most unlikely source, Timothy Sykes. Wait a minute. Penny stock trader. Yeah. The same guy that he, he did it on his second trip because his first trip, remember, he took back five grand. Oh my gosh. Wait, he's the one that was like, here's your tip. Yep. I'm taking this out. Yeah. Because you screwed up my 19 year old date's dinner. Oh my gosh. The quesadilla girl. <laughs> yeah. She wanted, she wanted, I mean, 
he wanted uni and all this other exotic stuff, which Ben did a great job for him. Totally. In fact, he even had to be segregated from the rest of his guests. He we didn't even want his guests who were his peasants eating with him. So we segregated him. Ben prepared this lavish, extravagant meal. And she wanted to know she could get chicken fingers and quesadillas. All he cared about was this weird, crazy food. And remember the internet? And you're in the middle yeah. of the freaking seat. You're like, dude, we're in the middle of the well, internet. Yeah, they only had like 20 people on the internet. You think the bandwidth might be a wee bit slow? Totally, right? So he redeemed himself. Yeah. And then he told me how much I'd grown in a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, I would <laughs> pay a... to have been next to you when this <laughs> happens. What did you say to that? <laughs> are you kidding? Because you have to be nice. Like, these are your guests. Oh, I let him have his minute. Oh, Thank my... you. Would you have him back for another one? I don't think so. Even for 35 grand tip? Money's not everything. Totally. Enough said. Well, the crew might think differently when they're getting like they, two grand. They might, but, but, but they're young. That is amazing. I didn't know 35 grand. I was just watching Dean when he came back for round two and he left 25. Yeah. Wow. All right, Timothy. Not bad. And I think uh, Charlie left 30 grand. He our did? first charter guest. Yeah. It, he was going to only leave, only leave 25 and he left 30, I think it was. Yeah. Is there something that crazy that you've just taken your tip money and like bought, like blown your money on? Never. It goes right in the bank? I've watched, I've watched, I've watched a lot of crew do it. I pull a hundred, couple of hundred bucks out for myself and then I send the rest of it home. Aw, for Marianne. Yeah. How long have you guys been married now? 45 years. Holy moly, crocodile. Are you kidding? That's insane. Oh, I'm going to get, okay, I'm going to get to Marianne in a second. All right. Okay. So all these seasons, all these charter guests we're talking about, other than Kate, who is one of your crew that you would love to bring back that's not on with you right now? Connie. Connie? Connie was just hysterical. There's so much to Connie that you guys didn't get to see. It was just, she was just so funny. She was such a practical joker. I mean, Connie was a stud. Totally. I can I can remember her. It was so cold, and she wanted to she wanted to get some lobster for the guests, and she found one, and she wouldn't give up on it. And her teeth are chattering. Her lips are blue. She's in the water, and she's just shaking like jello. And she came up with lobster. She did, wouldn't quit. How did we not see that? I mean, we. I mean, I didn't think anything could top though the whipped cream bikini over her boobs. Oh, you, she, she did a peanut butter one too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, she did a peanut butter one. One time she, uh, she watched one of the crew put on their, their shorts in the morning. And she watched which put he put in first. And then she, while they were gone, somehow she got a hold of the shorts. And she sewed the opposite leg shut. <laughs> so that when he'd go to put it on, he'd have one leg out and he'd go to put the other one in. It wouldn't go through and fall over. Who did he do, who did she do that to? Might have been Dane. Could, oh. I could have been. But it, it was just hilarious. It fell on his ass. And then uh, to top it off, she whipped creamed his deck shoes. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So she wasn't she wasn't done after, you know, just sewing his leg shut. <laughs> she whipped creamed his deck shoes too. That is amazing. So do you think we'd see yeah. Connie again? I hope so someday. I hope she gets another another whack at the pinata because she was she was so much fun. 
but can you go to production and then like throw in like, hey, I would love to have this person back. They, I, yeah, they'll ask my opinion. Yeah, you can have them back, but I won't be there. Oh, oh, okay. There, All right, there are hold people on. I won't work with. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. I am going to get to that question. Okay. So before we get to even juicier, obviously this is Bravo. Obviously your number two show, all Bravo. But are there any other Bravo shows that you are like really into or that you would watch? I watch Southern Charm. You do? Yeah. Why? How did you get into that? I don't know. I was just surfing around one day and and it it just caught my eye. And uh, I'm friends with Pat. That's all. Oh, and she's she's uh, she's a sweetheart. I just watched those. I guess the cast on Southern Charm remind me of my crew (laughs) because they're so dysfunctional, (laughs) with the exception of a couple. Yeah, you know. And then Pat there, like like Cam is great. Yeah, Uh, Catherine's a train wreck. Ravenel was just like, excuse me, he's got his head so far up his ass he'll never see daylight. And then you have Pat, who's kind of like you, like this like figure that's just like amazing and like don't uh, don't mess with Pat or you. Uh, Patricia will Patricia will eat you alive in a very in in a very genteel way. Yeah, right. You, she always has the right things to say, right? It's always and, like, ma- and make you like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk away and you're like, "What the hell just happened to me?" Exactly. <laughs> So, would you ever make an appearance on an, on Southern Charm or any other Bravo show? Sure, if the opportunity presented itself. If I liked the people and liked the show, that would have to be a prerequisite. Other than Southern Charm, is there one that you would consider going on? Not that I can think of. I mean, I've done Andy's show a few times, and I, that's always a good time. Watch what happened live. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good time. I just saw you on but, recently. Yeah, I was on with with Kim Zolak. Don't be tardy. Have you ever seen that show? No. Nope. I've watched her show. I used to watch it a lot when it was first out. I haven't I haven't caught it in the last the last couple of seasons, I don't think. But it seems like it's morphed. I don't know whether whether it's because Croy stopped playing football or, or what happened, but it just seemed to take on a different vibe. I think that's a great thing though about Below Deck is because it is the like evolving like we have new people all the time. And I, I think that's one of the things that ad- adds to it is it keeps it fresh. Totally. Because we have we have such a, a different mix of people, and it's sometimes it doesn't work. So I mean, <laughs> everyone is like it's a rotating door, right? All these new crew, but you are the I'm one sure. that has been the only one that has been there from day one. So how did you get the nickname Stud of the Sea? That's a good question, and I, I think I can thank Bra- the Bravo people for that. Bravo started it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when I was it season one? I think it was, and they did that Barry White song. Yes. Yeah, and that's when they that's when they came up with the stud of the sea. And I said, I said, I will never look at Barry White ever again in the same way. <laughs> you know what I love when they were Marianne like. Marianne has Marianne has gotten a lot of mileage out of that. Oh my gosh! What do you mean? Her man is the stud <laughs> of the yeah. sea. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Speaking of stud of the sea, okay. So for me, Captain Lee, Stud of the Sea, I've watched all of your shows, every episode, multiple times. One of the best moments, I I mean, there's been a bunch, but like one of the best is when you bust out your Hawaiian king and we get to meet the one and only Don Hole's brother ass. 
You guys can't see me, but I'm cheering, just reliving that moment, seeing Captain Lee kick that off was funny. this whole thing dressed as like the king of Hawaiian, like luau. Kate got me at a weak moment. <laughs> I, I really, I really tried to get out of that desperately <gasps> and she wasn't, she wasn't having it. Dude. Yeah. She, she had me in a corner and there was nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Looking back, are you like, that was cool and fun. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. It was amazing. Absolutely. So but you have to laugh at yourself. I mean, you can't do that. But I think it was just more because it was you. Like, I expect it from, like... Definitely out of character for me. Right? And you <laughs> rocked it. You took that, like, what is it? Like, that stick, and you're like, all right, well, that was, you guys. Actually, that was, a, that was a mop head. That was a mop handle. <laughs> and, I, and I said, wait a minute. I said, you, uh, the king has got to have a scepter. And he grabbed me a mop handle, and I stuck that pineapple on the end of it. The last minute. That's what it was. The pineapple on top. Yeah. Look at you. You're like, Kate made me do it. But if I'm doing it, I got to do you it gotta, like. Yes, you got to do it right. Balls to the wall. Go big or go home. So does Marianne ever get to see the Hawaiian king, Don Hole's brother, assholes, here? <laughs> does Marianne ever get I wonder how many people didn't get there. A lot. Are you kidding? <laughs> I wonder if that's a big family. Is is that is that whole family a big one? I don't even know if Don Ho had I don't even know if Don Ho had a brother. <laughs> Does Marianne ever has she ever gotten to see this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah? She watches we watch it we watch our episodes every every week. No 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 no. no, I, no, no, no. What do you mean? Oh like, that that persona? Back at home. Um It'd be a pretty rare occasion. <laughs> a lot of alcohol? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and a Massive fresh, quantities. A fresh, a fresh pineapple just waiting for you to stick a mop in it? Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, that's a, that was amazing. Like, I love that you got in there. You're playing along with it. It wasn't just the crew, like, doing these dive-offs dresses. You know, like, you were in it. Even though I would have loved to see you do the dive-off with Dean. That was amazing. That what would you do? That was, oh my that was God. pretty good. What if you did Don Hole's brother ass costume as the dive off? Pineapple and all. That would be amazing. That would be. That would. You know what? We need to get Dean back and do another dive off <laughs> with the papers. They're holding up the score. Ten. One. I thought that was funny. That was amazing. And Dean yeah. like loves that crap, right? You perform for me, please. Oh yeah, and he uh, he compensates you well for it. Right? I love Absolutely. it. Dean, Dean, Dean. I love Dean. With the big two vaginas and the rocket ship oh, on yeah. his bed. And I think I think my, my comment was rocket ship my ass. <laughs> yes. Were you like, when you saw the picture, you're like, what the hell is going on? I had no clue whatsoever. And, and Dean just hit blindsided me at breakfast that morning. And it was like, all right, somebody's jerking my chain here. And it took me all, almost all morning to find out who had done it because nobody wanted to rap. Oh my gosh. That was And I said, this is that is not gonna fly. And then when I told her she that's the only time Kate ever lied to me. Well after that you know she's not lying to you again. Yeah. And it took her till till the end of the charter before she actually apologized to Dean. And okay. then to find out he thought it was hilarious as hell. 
You know what? That's kind of her her punishment. She's shitting her pants, thinking <laughs> we're not going to get a tip. Uncomfortable, <laughs> right? That was yeah. amazing. All of a sudden, he's like, "I dug it," and you could just see her being like, "Oh my god, thank you." <laughs> there was when a god, right? When you guys are all the god, she was standing next to the Hawaiian god, but then another guy was like helping her with the tip and with Dean. Absolutely amazing. What's your favorite? I, this I'm in charge of every swinging dick on this boat. Might be one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. What's another one that uh, you're like? That's uh, a good one. Oh, I think we screwed the pooch so many times we should have a goddamn <laughs> litter of puppies running around here. Do you just come up with this? In interviews in the past, I've had people say, you know, give me a new Captain Leoism. I go, it doesn't work that way because for me, it's something. It's very visual. Okay, so I have to see something, and it will trigger something in my brain that will just remind me of something else and I'll mesh the two together and go, that's what that reminds me of. And then it just goes straight out of my mouth. Like, you know how you see uh, a mother bear and her cubs and the, and the cubs are always, they're, they're clumsy, they're goofy. They can't, they can't hang on to a goddamn thing. They're falling all over each other. Can't hardly stand up. Your crew. And when I watch, yeah, when I sit there and I'm looking at my crew and I look like, Jesus Christ, they look like three cub bears trying to fuck a football. You you need to your next one needs to be Captain Lee isms. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. Are you kidding? No, I really am. Oh my god! It'll be, it'll be like a coffee table book. Uh yeah. Are you kidding me? And I can see everyone just going in like the shitter and like I'm sorry, I'm reading my book. I'll be on in a minute. And like they're just like, oh my god. You say these things, and I'm like that was. Oh, like I surprised me. <laughs> But that's what keeps it fun, right? You you dress up like I would have never said. Oh, there are some times where I just go like, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> but you know what? It makes <laughs> us watching love you even more. Well, you will recognize it the minute you sit, you hear it. I will. I will. And it, is it weird that like sometimes I feel like we've only met once and we're talking and I'm like, I feel like I've just known you. Like I'm, I'm the same person that you see on TV that I am in real life. It doesn't change. Okay, so like you drop these bombs, like these amazing sayings, and then we see you dressing up as like Hawaiian king god. So you are down for like games. Are you down for maybe playing a little game with me? How bad? How bad can it be? You will still <laughs> at the end of it. You will still have all your clothes on. Okay. Okay. Good. We're in. <laughs> all right. So it's called over going overboard. If you had to choose one of any of your crew every season, who's one crew that you would like to go overboard? Trevor and Dane. Why? Well, Trevor, don't you remember we caught him on air picking his nose and eating it? Can it get any worse than that? That's the worst. And then Dane, he couldn't, he, we got him in the galley. No, he was in the crew mess. And he's, he's got a bottle of Crown Royal in one hand and a Budweiser in the other. And he's alternating pulls between both of them. And he's trying to talk. And nobody can figure out what he's saying. So when I got the episode home, I said, I got to know what he's saying. So I sat there on my machine. I slowed it down. Crickets. I still can't understand still what he's saying. I had it almost to stop one syllable at a time. Nothing. No idea what he was saying. I mean, what would happen if you would have gone down there and saw him like that? Oh, he'd have been toast. He was the next day anyhow. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one, Dane. Okay. Yeah. So if you, okay, so going overboard, that's who's going overboard. If you're on your boat and you go overboard and you're stranded 
on a deserted island, who is one Bravo Leb outside of Below Deck that you would not mind or you would enjoy being stranded on an island with? Probably. Well, it'd be a toss-up, I think, between Pat and uh, Bethany. Uh, why Bethany? I like her frankness and her she's she's a very innovative person and she will she's got game. She'll bring it. Totally. You guys together. Yeah. By the way, you, Pat, and Bethany together? Are you kidding? That'd be that'd be something to see, wouldn't it? I mean, look at all this stuff. Like we need to get on the phone <laughs> with Bravo right now. Like yes. spin-offs, deserted islands. By the way, is that the mug that you have on season? Uh yes. That's what you have to have your coffee out of every morning. And that's what I have my coffee out of every morning. Is it creepy when I ask you these things because I, I know what coffee mug you drink out of? No. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. I just wonder. And you're observant. I, you know what? I am. Thank you for, for that. Okay, so tagline. You know how the housewives have a tagline, mm -hmm. right, to start the show? Like if you had to have a tagline. What would your tagline be? Call me my, by my name, the stud of the sea. But don't ever call me Harold. Okay, for you guys not knowing, we always say Captain Lee, stud of the sea. Yes, his real name is Harold. And you're clearly, are we not? not a fan a, of Harold. Not a fan. <laughs> Tell me if my parents didn't have a sense of humor. I mean, can you imagine going through high school and junior high with a name like Harold? How fun was it really? for you? Not much. So what does Marianne call you? Lee. Really? And nobody's ever called me Harold. Oh my except gosh. In school. That's amazing. So when, would you... And it didn't last long. I was going to say, that pissed yeah, you off? Yeah, I'd, I'd have some serious confrontations about that. <laughs> That's a good tagline, Captain Lee. I love that. Oh my gosh. This has just been... Uh, by the way, I had like 10 more fun games. To, to play with you and okay. they're like they're like Melissa you got to slow your roll like <laughs> just and I'm like no but I want to ask him this I want to ask him this I want to ask him this well perhaps we can do it again sometime in Florida absolutely just before we go on a boat ride and you can wear your Michigan gear and I wear my Buckeye that'll work okay Captain Lee the stud of the sea you are so much like you are just freaking awesome like I would have you on 15 times like every day I, I i just it has been the best having you on i've been so excited like all weekend i'm like oh my god you guys do you know and my mom's like yes you told us 15 times just an hour ago you freaking spaz um okay captain lee so where other than below deck that's on right now where can our amazing fans who love you and adore you find you on social, uh, I I do have I do have an Instagram account. No, I don't know what the name of it is. <laughs> okay, it's Captain underscore Lee underscore Rossback. And don't That's put Instagram. Harold in there, guys. Harold, you will find nowhere in any of my social media. And what's your Twitter? Twitter, uh, I have to check on that too. By the way, you are amazing at Twitter, like talking to all the fans and like responding like that's amazing what you see is what you get and if you don't like it we can get you a plane ticket too peace <laughs> but like the fact that you just sit you like you take the time to talk to everybody like us it's amazing twitter is at 
C-A-P-T-H-L-R. All right, guys, you hear that? Instagram, Twitter, blow them up, ask some questions, because let me tell you, it is a hell of a lot of fun asking Captain Lee the questions. You're amazing. I, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time. Really, like I, I know I've said it a thousand times. I've been so excited for this. Anytime, Melissa. And when you the, give me a holler. Oh, I'm holler. I will holler all day for you. Thank you so much for listening to Sidepiece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Sidepiece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W, at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.